Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Are you suffering from pandemic stress? Riots and insurrection have you worried about your safety? Well, get to Premier Firearms where they can make you safe. Premier Firearms has locations in Orlando on West Colonial Drive, in Titusville on US-1, and in Mineola in the Family Jewelry and Pawn. Premier Firearms has AR pistols and rifles starting as low as $5.99. Premier Firearms is a family-owned business that can take care of all your firearm and ammunition needs. Check them out today on Facebook and Instagram at Premier Firearms. That's Premier Firearms. And coming soon to Tavares. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live it, it from the like magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. So you... Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from themagswag.com studios. That's themagswag.com studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, my name is Mike. I do not do this program by myself. You know that. I say it to you every week. Let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriots that are here with me. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. What? Oh, uh, that's me. Okay. That's you. Hey, there you go. Hey. Hey, everybody. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you doing today, sir? Doing well. Doing well. Um, uh, always curious. Always got to start it off. Uh, um, any any unusual places driven or the standard place all week? Yeah, standard. 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 Place. If anything, yeah. I mean, I I actually you know uh, not not to you know don't know how much they're into my personal life but i took last night off so that, did you to want to tell them why had the vacation time to burn yeah. and ended up my birthday was on a friday night so there you go. Ah, heck with it celebrating another take, orbit i'm gonna take the take the <laughs> night off exactly there you go there that's, you that's go. Uh, my, my my wife is uh fond of saying you know here here's to another trip around the sun yep there you go right right um oh look at that <laughs> the audience loves it the audience loves it yeah yeah, I don't know how it works out that uh, we're still COVID locked out of the main studio, but the audience is there. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how that works. It's just, I guess they just let them in. They let them in. You know, it's, <laughs> they, it's part they, of the. Uh, they took the test. Well, yeah. Well, they're doing the uh, they're doing the vaccinations there in yeah. the in, in the green room. So that's what they're doing. Oh boy, oh boy. Um, well, happy birthday. There you go. Thank you. There you go. Thank there you go. I was with a uh, friend of ours yesterday. Uh, you folks, you've heard him on the radio here before. He's another radio guy, um, and. Um, uh, he uh, he said, uh, uh, you, you, we, we were talking about you. Uh, you came up. Uh, we were talking about Earl. And uh, he said, just to tell him, I said, hello tomorrow and happy birthday. And um, I said, okay. And he goes, you didn't know it was his birthday, did you? 
<laughs> and, and, and I said, um, I said, actually, I did because Facebook told me. Uh, uh, um, but and then he went into this long explanation with everybody else in the room how I don't observe birthdays. And I was like, oh, well, it's just yeah. just yeah. a thing. I just, I'm just not a listen. I, you know, like, uh, like, uh, you know, like uh, uh, offspring, you know, and wife. That's because you have to you have to do those. <laughs> but um, but but everything else, I'm, uh, I'm just like. I don't even know it's my birthday, and you know that. You, you know I'm telling the truth. Uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, I'm not required to know my own birthday, um, it, you know, because that involves math. You know, yeah. And, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, that's it. How old am I? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I was on the way here. I was talking to a longtime friend of mine, and we're we're both relaying how old our kids are getting. Oh boy! And I look, you know, his kids are all younger than mine, and yeah. I told him, "Dude, you're getting old." Yeah. It's like I know. Shut up. Yeah. Right, it's uh, it's 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 uh, it's the kids that do it to you, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I firmly believe that. You know, kids will age you in a heartbeat. Yep. So wait a minute, this, he was walking around in diapers not that long ago. Now he's graduating college. Yeah. What the heck? Exactly right. Yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah, the uh, the, and, and and part of the time you're like, come on, three more months she she could drive herself to school. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You know, my workday starts at like ten. You know, <laughs> so I'm not getting what, up what, that early. Well, I'm gonna be up I at six thirty for you. Know? It's uh, still up at six thirty, but now yeah, that goes. Uh, well, let's see. Interesting week going on. Let's uh, get uh, there's 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 bunches of stuff going on in the news. Let's see. I know we're going to be talking to you about uh, Montana, Montana. I believe it is. We're we're going to be talking to you about. We've got some uh, other news from around the country. Oh, um, uh, uh, Todd Fossey's joining us today. It's his day. And we're going to be talking about um, uh, stages of violence. It's actually kind of cool. All right. Yeah, yeah stages of violence, yeah. I want to make sure. I mean, I'm, listen, I might find out I've been doing it in the wrong order the whole time. You exactly. know, that's it. I got exactly. to do it the right way. Uh, you know, so he'll, he'll be with us uh, bottom of the hour. So stick around. He'll be uh, 3.30 Eastern time. He'll be calling in. We got Major Bill next segment. No, next hour. He comes in bottom of second hour. Todd's first hour, Major Bill's second hour. That's right. Okay. I don't should, feel so bad now. I should write this stuff down every once in a while. <laughs> I thought <laughs> you had it written down. Yeah, I did, but then I can't find where I put it. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, I know the feeling. Yeah, you, you, have you been there yet? Have you, uh, oh, have you, all the time. Have you made the list of things to buy at the store, and then you get to the store and realize the list is home on the kitchen counter? <laughs> well, I put it on my phone now. Oh, well, you see? There you go. There you go. <laughs> Remember, I'm a little younger than you. Yeah, so, true, true. So I don't have problem adapting to new technology. To, to, yeah, yeah. I, as not as much of a problem. My, my problem is I use old technology. Uh, what, what, what generation is your iPhone there? Uh, 12. 12, right, yeah. Yeah, did they even make a 12? They're probably still on 11, but you've already got the 12. No, they make yeah. a 12. I've no, got a okay. 7 only because I can't find a working 6. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have one. Uh, but, but there we go. I'll, just, I'll swap you in. <laughs> Yeah, but you're stepping backwards. If it makes it easier. Listen, I've almost bought, I could show you on my, my search engine in here, um, one of the flip phones uh, that, <laughs> that they make. Um, and um, I forget what the name of it is. I'll have to pull it up. But you can actually slave it to this phone. So it looks like a standard old uh, um, flip phone that you, you would right. have had 10, 12 years ago, right. or whatever it is. Well, you slave it to this one, and you just pick it up and talk to it Bluetooth style. <laughs> Uh, it does everything for you, but you don't have to. You don't have to do the, and you could do voice text and all that. So you don't have to do the beep 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 beep. <laughs> Hit beep, the three twelve times. Yeah, exactly right. Four. Yeah, right. So I might do that just to get me away from, you know, the phone a little bit. So <laughs> go back to playing Snake. It's the only game I had. <laughs> <laughs> or 
worm or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, I, I think it was called snake. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I saw something a while ago that you know the the phone I had before I migrated to an iPhone. You know, my first right. first and only smartphone, the Motorola Razor. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere I can't remember where it is now, but uh, yeah, it's it's in some museum. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I remember when that was state of the art. Do you remember the bag phones? Oh yeah. I showed my daughter a picture of the bag phone, <laughs> and, and it, it was like I'm looking at it. and I'm like, man, it looks like I was calling in an airstrike on Porkchop Hill <laughs> in the Korean War with that thing. Oh, my first cell phone. I ended up, I bought a, you know, was it some convention or whatever and walked around and yep. had the booth there. I can't remember now mm-hmm. the cell phone company's name. And, and I was like, here, try it out. Yeah. And I didn't, you know, like, you know, my wife's with me and uh, I'll call my mom. You know, that's the only number yeah. I, or well, not then, that wasn't the only number I had memorized, yeah. but I was like, who am I going to call? And, All right. You know, hey. nobody had a phone back yeah, then. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I was like, hey, mom, how do I sound? You know, like, okay, why? It's like, I'm on a cell phone. I'm standing so yeah. and so. And made a. Made a uh, appointment with him, and then, you know, we came out to the house uh, a week or so later, and right. had had a had either it was essentially it was a brick phone, yeah. or a bag phone, yeah. You know, which one are you? They're both the same yeah. price. I'll go with the brick. I can yeah. stick that in a pocket. Yeah. And I was one of the. I remember my parent. You know, both my parents and her parents both kind of gave me a hard time about me having one, but. You know, but then I was, you know, still a driver, so I wanted to make sure, you know, somebody could get a hold of me in case of emergency. The funny thing is, is all four parents yeah. each had their own cell phone before I was able to get my wife a cell phone. Of like, course. You guys can shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I wish I had one of them bag phones again. <laughs> yeah, they, they sounded better. That's it, yeah. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. Deltex Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? 
Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. <laughs> it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers <laughs> determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to... 30 seconds. Unto. 30 seconds. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Or you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. Uh, let's see, let's see. We left off last hour. What we're talking about? We're talking. Oh, we're talking about bag phones, but that's yeah. not what we're talking about this time. So, if you if you just tuned in right now, forget I said bag phone. Don't worry about it. You just go back and listen later. Um, <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, Montana. That's where we were going. Um, it's cold up there. It, oh boy, yeah. It's a. Uh, you, you have you been up there? You went up that way. I don't know if you made it all the way to Montana though. Yes, I did. Did yes, you? I okay. Did. Okay. Just barely. That's um. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I, I went to Yellowstone. I went to the north entrance, and that's you know, you know, fifty yards into Montana. Right, right. So. Yeah, yeah. You know what? We I did that on the last trip to Europe mm-hmm. when we took the family. Um, probably saw the four countries we wanted to see, right? But drove through like nineteen more, just because you know, <laughs> they're you know, it's all little border states. And oh like, yeah. They're like, hey, let's drive into Austria. Okay, you know, going to draw Austria. What are we going to do? Yeah, we're, we're going to leave. You know, we just left. You know, <laughs> we all check. right. What are we doing over here? <laughs> uh, we're out of Austria now. Yep. Check the box. You've been yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, we we you know Yellowstone is in Wyoming, but we stayed in uh, the on the west side of Yellowstone in a town called West Yellowstone. Uh, uh-huh. in, Convenient. In, yeah. In Idaho. Right. And then we went up to the north entrance, which is up in. In Montana, so perfect. There dro- you go. Drove across South Dakota. Uh, the uh, was it? Uh, where's that? Sturgis, Sturgis, South Dakota. And uh, we, that's the. We actually uh, drove. Well, we drove through on the way out and stopped on the way back. Okay. Uh, let's see here. We've got uh, Repub- 
and, and Deadwood. Oh, did you see Deadwood? Yeah. I always forget that stuff. Lo- lots, yeah. lots of casinos in Deadwood. Oh. Well, I, I guess they won. I guess the, I guess the, you want to know the end of Deadwood? Well, the American Indians won. They're, they're, <laughs> st- they're still there, and they own all the property. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Republican Governor Greg uh, Giaforte signed legislation on Thursday that will expand where gun owners may carry firearms. House Bill 102 allows people to carry a concealed weapon without a permit in most public settings, including banks and bars. Those with the permit will be able to carry in state and local government offices as well. It always wow. amazes me how some places um, divide up the where you can and can't carry a firearm, uh, even you know, with and without permits. Now, this is a permitless state. Let's call it a uh, constitutional carry state. Yep, now. constitutional carry. So this will be the 18th. We just had Utah two, three weeks ago we talked about was mm-hmm. the 17th, and now Montana will be the 18th. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, just kind of weird. Like, like, like it says here, they have, uh, without a permit, you can go to most public settings, banks, bars, uh, I, I guess anything that's not a government building, right? Um, and now, if you want to carry in a government building, you you could have you have to have a permit for that. Um, but like here in Florida, where we are, the places your permit won't let you carry are the places you really want to carry. Exactly. It's it's the it's all the places where there could be trouble, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, you, you can't carry into uh, uh, um, uh, a lot of weird places here. Uh, let's see, you've got um, hospital emergency rooms. Was one remember? I think they finally took hospital emergency rooms off. Um, but uh, let's see if it if you have a neighborhood that's been declared a high crime area yes. by police, they put the signs up. You're right. Can't carry in there. Um, if you go into a bar that only serves alcohol, can't carry in there. Um, you know, places where people would get stupid. You know, right, uh, right is where you can't carry. Now I understand the whole police station jail thing. Okay, that's their house. You're right, right, yeah, right, yeah. You know? um, but other government buildings in Florida, you can now carry. And that was up until about four or five years ago. And that's thanks to Florida Carry. You couldn't go into your county admin building. They, they made you take it off. Like, yeah, this is where people want to come and do stupid stuff because they're tired of your government, you know, uh, your bureauc- bureaucracy. But, yep. uh, um, but yeah, so this one, they divided up where if you have a permit, you can go into the state and county places, but you can't go into the, uh, uh, you couldn't go into the banks and bars before, but now you can. Um Bill also restricts or limits restrictions to state university system can place, excuse me. The bill also limits restrictions the state university system can place on firearms on college campuses, including at Montana State University. However, private property owners and tenants are able to ban firearms on their premises. Listen, that, you've always been I, able to do it at your house. Right. You know? I, I understand that. I mean, right. it's a it's a business. I mean, to me personally, the, I, I liken that to where right now with masks. Yeah. You know, I, right. I, I personally, I Unless I'm going somewhere where I have to, I don't wear one. But I look at it, it's a private business. That's the way they want to operate. All right, I'll put one on to, to go in and conduct what business I need to. And, you know, three steps outside of the door, taking yeah. it off. Yeah. Uh, gun control measures don't prevent criminals from perpetrating violence or crime. Gun control measures step on the rights of law-abiding citizens. Uh, this is from Governor why, Giaforte. Why can't we get every elected official to understand that? Yeah, you know, because I guess they all, uh, you know, the gov- this governor does not drink the Kool-Aid, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, He said our Second Amendment is very clear. The right of the people to the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Every law-abiding Montanan should be able to defend themselves and their loved ones. It's pretty much, it's pretty much that simple, right? Looks this like is, I might be on the, you know, looking at moving to Montana. Mont, there we go, Montana. Although it 
does get cold up there. Cold up there, yeah. Re- yeah, yeah regularly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I, I feel for everybody in Texas that is suffering for right now. Yeah. And, and I do look at the big picture. I mean, the, it's, they're, they're exp- experiencing extreme weather that they don't do it regularly. Right. I mean, this is a first in years, right. decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I did see a meme that was kind of funny of every other, you know, Montana, Michigan, all, all the quote-unquote normal cold states right. are kind of laughing at them. It's like, you're freaking out about that? Yeah, we get that every year. Yeah, yeah and listen, I, I, saw, I saw one that was funny. It was the, um, was the, the, the driving one. It had uh, people in Texas with one inch of snow, and it had tr- trucks in the ditch. And it said, like, people in Boston driving a 30-year-old Saturn, uh, you know, after the sixth snowstorm this winter. And it's a dude <laughs> holding a beer below the dash level. You know, that's, as he's driving through. You know, Because uh, he's your cousin from Boston. Boston. Let's see. The, uh, one, one thing I, uh, my wife ran across, it was a, it was a Baby Yoda meme to, to help everybody in, uh, in uh, Texas. Right. I just remember. No zoomy zoom on the slicky slick. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I had this conversation with um, uh, relatives of mine that are up north, and uh, you know they you know, they were making fun of the, the Texas thing, and this you know shouldn't happen. I'm like, yeah, but you can understand that. Um, are, are you, is your, your your guys are up in New York? Is your is your house earthquake proof? No, because what's the earthquake that happened once every twenty? 30, 40 years. I, I, I don't know what, I don't know why they don't make it earthquake proof, but guess why they don't make it ice proof in Texas because it's Texas. Yeah. And you know, the ice hasn't happened there in 20, 30 years. So listen, uh, like, well, they need to, you said they need to put insulation in the walls. There's insulation in the walls. What do you think they're building? There's no insulation in the walls. You know, you ever tried to keep the sun out? You know, yeah, you know, exactly. Uh, and you know, they, you, know you, you, you see 19 degrees yeah. every year. Yeah. They've seen it, you know, once in 50 the uh, and here's the big deal, and, and it, it uh, once you realize it, 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 it kind of makes a difference. You see, everybody in Texas has got burst pipes, and pipes are burst, and now there's water leaking as it's uh, as everything's coming back around, and it's all these. Uh, it's going to be a huge amount of water damage. Is really what it's going to be. Right. Um, and everybody up north's like, well, why don't you just why don't you turn your your faucet on? Because if you leave it dripping, right, it won't it won't freeze up. Right. R- running water has a you know has right. to get much colder to freeze running water. Correct. Than- than stationary water. The, the the problem is in the grid, the electrical grid in uh, and in utility grid in Texas, the water pump systems, because Texas is a big fat flat place, mm-hmm. uh, they run off of electricity. Right. So the water is pumped from the uh, the you know uh, where it's purified through the city to your house down your street with electric pumps. Right. It's not these gravity flow water pressure pumps that you have up north because it flows down off the mountains down the aqueduct into the city. Yeah, it's it's not a pressure system. So when the electricity goes out, you could turn your water on. It ain't gonna go nowhere. Right. Okay. It might drip out what was in the pipe, but that's it. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So that's that's what went bad. And- yeah. So we went way off topic there. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Montana constitutional carry yes. number eighteen. Yes, number eighteen. So it's a, uh, that's that's good stuff. Yeah, that's um, that's eighteen. I, it looks like we've got uh, Indiana coming up. I think we're gonna talk about that later. There's an Indiana, and we've got a twentieth. Uh, probably by the end of this year, we'll be at twenty constitutional carry states or permitless carry states. Um, I, I prefer a constitutional carry. It sounds it sounds uh, you know better, I, but I just want eh, constitution. Right. Yeah, you ever exactly. read that? Exactly. Yeah, I want to be able to do a constitutional purchase. There you go. That's what I want to do. There you, hey, you know they they yeah. don't want ID or anything like that. You know to vote. Yeah, they're claiming that's an infringement of rights. Yep. Why do I got to fill out a forty four seventy three when I want to you know exercise my right to 
have a firearm. Exactly right. That's 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 a constitutional purchase. I'll be taking this one. Uh, well, yeah, here's your. Got to pay for it still. I mean, you, yeah. Can, oh, yeah. you got other rights that you can, you can yeah. steal from people and all that. Oh, you know, I, I understand right? that. I mean, but a deal's a deal, you know. <laughs> uh, hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. When we get back, Mr. Todd Fossey from Integrative Defense Strategies. All right. Me? I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few. I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American lung is... All along the watchtower, right, for thought? Yes. Yeah. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools Woo! and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just okay, don't yeah. seem to listen to the radio yeah. anymore. They're too busy with their ear pods and It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not I'm listening bored. to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they yes, turn 18. It's okay. That's an easy yeah. way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans yeah. and government jobs. And oh, yeah. it's the law. Yeah. So please, feel yeah. free to remind them to go to sss.gov. One minute. Office yeah. to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. 
Live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armedroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Oh, you. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from themagswag.com studios. That's themagswag.com studios. Hope everybody enjoyed their break. Got their uh, their good, uh, what is that, a three-minute one, right? Three-minute? Yeah, I think so. Enough time to stand up and go, sit back down. That's that's all you get. Um, hey, uh, 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 we should have them online. Uh, do we, Kelly, do we get them? Do we got them? we have them? we good? Absolutely. All right. I wasn't sure. I didn't know. I could. I wasn't paying attention during the break, folks. I was I was doing up, standing, stretching, yeah, like I told you. Uh, <laughs> hey, on the line with us, uh, Mr. Todd Fossey from Integrative Defense Strategies. Please welcome back to the program. Todd, thanks for joining us. How's it going, guys? Always great to be here with you. Hope you guys are doing well. We are doing well, Todd. Before we get into the the, the informative uh, information that you always have for us, we need the weather report. Man, well, <laughs> first of all, it's been crazy cold up here, negative 30s to negative 50s. Oh. But the, the, the cold broke. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the cold spell broke yesterday, and we were in the high 20s yesterday. Oh. Woohoo! Heat wave. I, I, great. I was outside. <laughs> I was outside with it. Everyone was kind of outside with T-shirts yesterday. And uh, believe it or not, a T-shirt feels comfortable when it's been minus 40 or minus 50. Yeah, that's a 70-degree that's a swing right there. I mean, that's that's huge. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. Go sign the T-shirt. Yeah. Now, now I understand why yeah. Northerners come down and walk around Disney and pass out in 80-degree weather. Yeah, like, a, this is 80s. Uh, oh, what are yeah, you talking absolutely. about? This is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but it's 90 degrees higher than what they're used to. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, uh, well, how, how's, good, though. We love it. Good. Yeah, yeah. I bet. Now, are you supposed to, are you supposed to stay above uh, zero here for a little while at least? Yeah, I think I think so. I think we're going to be we're going to be cruising in the twenties and thirties here for the next couple of weeks. There you go. Just like summer, spring break, time to go to the pool. All right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, so, Todd, how are things? Uh, how are things going there? You've got uh, you got some. Uh, you, you told me when we talked last night uh, about the story. You you, you want to. Uh, or the information you want to give to us, and I'm like, this is wonderful. This is this is something I think people will will dig, and I'm going to let you intro it, and because um, uh, you know we're sitting here with the with pens and paper, you know we're we're ready to take notes. Awesome. Well, a couple of things first, I want to let people know about. Um, we have uh, this week here at IDS headquarters up near Minneapolis, Minnesota. We have one of our Apex Level One instructor courses happening this week. Yes. We have. Eight people coming in from around the country for another Level 1 Apex course. We're very excited about that. And then coming up in September, September 17th through 19th, in Oklahoma City at the Oklahoma City Gun Club, I will be one of the instructors for the ConcealedCarry.com Guardian Conference. Major lineup of awesome instructors, including uh, Larry Victors, Spencer Keepers, Riley Bowman, Matt Little, Brian Eastridge, Steve Moses, Chuck Haggard, Samuel Middlebrook, Brian McCaughlin, Hany Mahmoud, uh, Andrew Bronca, and then myself. I will be teaching weapons-based combatives um, all to, uh, all day long, all throughout those three days. It's a 24 hours of world-class instruction. It includes breakfast and lunch, free T-shirts, on-site snacks and water. 
uh, great networking with like-minded people, including the other instructors and vendors. So that's going to be a great event, and I, I highly recommend that people people check that out. We are we are trying to get there as well with limited uh, limited stuff to go to, and this 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 came up, and uh, we are in the conversation trying to bring you live radio from the event, and uh, and to get the rest of the instructors oh, as, well wow. as well as Todd. So we're we're trying. We're, we're, we we may we may all be together there. So so we're looking forward to it as well. So uh, everybody, awesome. be, even if we don't go, That'd folks, be awesome. you better be there. You better be there. Absolutely. Um, so I wanted to talk today about what we call detecting, deterring, and defending the five stages of violent crime. I think it's people ask me regularly what if I could just teach or talk about one thing that I think is the most important or the thing that over the years that my students have used the most in real world and reality, it's this it's it's the implementation of detecting deterring and defending these five stages of violent crime so i thought it'd be a good idea for us to have that conversation live on the air you guys good with that we let's do it we got uh we got the rest of the hour here to 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 make it happen no i don't want knowledge (laughs) (laughs) um i think it's important that um, listeners understand that violent crime, you know, really, it takes time to unfold. It takes time to develop. And that the attack is really not the first step. And that's usually what we see in videos and things, right, and, and in movies, that, it, that the attack is really the first step, but it's not. Um, the preliminary stages really have to be built first in order for an attack to be successful. And so we've identified at IDS five distinct stages. And the first stage we call the intent. The intent in terms of observable behavior will include things that we, we call pre-incident behaviors, things that you can kind of detect um, early on that we call, there's a whole list of those that we don't have time to go into today, but just an idea that there are pre-incident behaviors, and that, that would also may include pre-attack indicators as well, which we'll talk about probably a little bit later. That's the first step, is the intent stage. And then the second stage is what we call the interview stage. Is that, and that's when your potential attacker is evaluating you to see if you're going to be a suitable victim. They're casing you. Okay. Right. The third stage is the, the, the... Did you have something you want to say, Michael? No, no, all good. All good. We're just agreeing with you. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> the third stage is the positioning stage. Okay. And this is oftentimes attempts to engage you in some way. They'll typically ask you questions or they'll engage you in some type of dialogue to lower your guard, right? These types of criminals are masters of manipulation. And, um, you know, so that's something that you want to pay, pay close attention to. Yeah. They're also during the positioning stage, they're, they're obviously, they're, it's, the, it's the placement of themselves. They're placing and positioning themselves uh, for uh, a successful attack. Right. 75% of the time, that placement is coming from the side. Okay, okay. 75% of the time, they're coming from the side. 12.5% of the time from the front, and 125 from behind at the 6 o'clock position. Okay. And then it's the, number, the stage number four is the attack stage. That's when they're actually going to get physical with you, okay, within, with the attack. And then stage five, we call the reaction. It's how you react to them and then how they react to you reacting to them. Okay. And so it's important for people to understand that from our point of view because the attacks oftentimes can be prevented in the first three stages because you have disrupted their opportunity. 
Right. So very important. We want we don't we don't want to get to the point of having to be physical, right? So if we can detect that and if we can deter that in the early stages, which we can talk more about as we go on here, um, super super important. I don't ever want to get into a physical altercation if I don't have to, especially if I'm carrying a fire, right? Exactly. Exactly. So right. we want to remember the importance of situational awareness, right? Yep. Uh, and we also want to understand that the first three stages may not occur really in any particular order. But when things do evolve, they have a tendency to evolve rapidly and violently and when and how we least expect it. I hear it commonly said, well, I'll, I'll be in a good neighborhood or I'll be in a good area. But what people need to understand is that these violent crimes are happening everywhere, all walks of life, all different types of neighborhoods. Right. And if I could just give one piece of advice for people to remember while at this stage of our conversation is when in doubt, if you don't remember anything that I've said, disrupt, disrupt, disrupt. You want to disrupt their plan at any stage. Disrupt, disrupt, disrupt. Criminals have become accustomed to people submitting and to them getting their way. So if necessary and if you're justified and then when the time is right, Respond with a rapid and violent counterattack and then keep the momentum of the fight on your side. We call it taking the initiative and then keep the, the initiative and keep the momentum of the fight on your side. So those are the five stages of, of uh, violent crime. So then we want to talk about what are the five stages that we can use to deter, to deter them. Um, First and foremost is your body language. Todd, let's do let's do uh, let's do this yourself. if we can. Go we got because we're going to run up on the break and it's perfect timing. Um, let's um, let let's save let's save that for for next segment so we don't have, we we can keep it straight in people's brains. But we got um, so we'll do five stages of violent crime. We'll it. just finish it up and when like I said, we'll, we'll quick review, folks, because there will be there will be a written test at the end of what? this. Um, <sighs> there's um, intent, <laughs> interview, and positioning. And as you heard Todd say, those three make occur in any order there. And then you end with attack and reaction. And when we get we get back, we're gonna Todd's gonna tell us the the, the response of five. Uh, you know that the, the 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 counter to the five stages uh, is what was what we're gonna hear. So, and this is, this is good stuff. I can't wait to hear this. Uh, oh yeah. And then Todd, when we get back. I've got uh, a little uh, a recent a recent uh, situation that uh, that I want to go over the five stages of violent crime with you when we're done because it falls right into place awesome. as an example. So, uh, folks, stick around. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magswag.com studios with Todd Fossey. We'll be back after the break. The kel PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. kel See more at keltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. I'm sorry, but I'm getting the point now where 
Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Or you. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. The magswag.com studios. On the line with us, we have uh, Mr. Todd Fossey from Integrative Defense Strategies. Todd, welcome back to the program. Thanks for sticking around. Yeah, good to be back. Hey, Todd, before we get back into the five stages of violent crime and a response to it, I wanted to tell you that um, um, this guy right here, no training scars for reloading when using the CERT pistol. Uh, <laughs> that's right. I, uh, I, uh, I go out and shoot every weekend. And, um, and, and, you know, the one thing that I, that I do and I've just learned because I carry a lot of ammo, and that's, that's one benefit of uh, uh, of government work i would call it i guess or contract work as a whether, whether it was with the army or police work or even when i'm out shooting i carry lots of ammo with me um unlike a civilian who may just be have the one or two mags so the one way i've always managed to get around that training scar is um as soon as i have a pause and a moment where i feel it's safe there's a reload on a, a closed slide so 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 for me it's, it's even that extra yeah. step is missing there for me now that mag may go in my back pocket because I don't throw away ammo, but it's not under fire where I'm losing that mag. You know, I know there's other issues to worry about there, but I wanted to let you know, watching your stuff, bro, mm-hmm. watching your stuff, you know, everybody is. Uh, thanks, man. You know, you know? Well, I think it's, uh, it was important for me to put that out because I, I actually see high-level instructors and hear high-level instructors talking about how this dirt can create training scars, especially when it comes to the reload. And, uh, I mean, you, you probably know this about me, Michael, but I have a a deep background, you know, in um, neuropsychology and human performance. I was a human performance coach professionally, and yep. I lectured at medical schools on neuroscience for 15 years. Right. And whoever is saying that has a sophomoric <laughs> uh, pseudo-understanding of neuroscience and human performance and how it works. I'm just going to be honest with you about yeah. that. It, do, it does just the opposite, to be honest. The, the CERT does just the opposite yeah, of that. And, it prevents training stars. Right, and they're jealous of the success of the CERT, and they want you to come shoot all the live ammo with them rather than do 60 70 80% inside on the laser pistol. That's, that's my feeling. Well, if I, we're going to get right down to brass tacks, yeah. 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 If we're going to get right, right down to brass tacks, yeah. that's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah absolutely, 100%. Um, all right, let's uh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me hand this off to you again. Five stages of violent crime you've already given us. Intent, 
interview, positioning, attack, and reaction. What's the inverse of that? Yeah, so let's talk about the, the response to intent, right? Everyone knows about situational awareness. We're not going to get too much into that um, today. That, that obviously needs to be there. And a lot of people think that situational awareness is the number one deterrent in terms of your level of awareness, but, but the research actually doesn't show that. When violent criminals have been interviewed and showed groups, large groups of people, and they're asked violent criminals, who in this group, of this large group, would you choose? They all choose the same people. Right. And when they ask them why they would choose those people, they say we would choose them based on their body language, how they carry themselves. Do they carry themselves like a victim? And when you carry yourself like a victim, you get victimized, unfortunately, in the majority of cases anyway, not exclusively. So your body language, carrying yourself with a sense of certainty and a sense of confidence, walking tall with your, you know, the, the cliche stuff with your shoulders back and your chin high and you're walking a little bit purpose and, yep. um, and you're, you know, walking a little bit faster than the rest of the crowd. That makes you the least attractive target, even if you're small. Yeah. Even if you're a little bit older, even if you don't have the physical attributes, that's the number one thing that they look for. And then obviously situational awareness comes after that. Yep. And then physical attributes comes after that, right? Yes. Um, the next piece after that is uh, observation. If you notice that someone is watching you, it's important that you let them know that you're watching them back. But we need to be careful how we're watching them back. This is, this is the behavioral side of self-defense, okay? Right. One, if you become submissive, that's going to attract attention or attract aggression, right? Yes. And also, on the other hand, if you get yourself all puffed up and aggressive against a sociopath, psychopath, or an alpha, that's also going to attract aggression. So as you observe them, just observe. We recommend observing them in a way that we call neutral and crisp. Just let them know that you see them with a thousand mile stare. Uh, yeah. That is a fantastic deterrent all by itself. Just look at them with a blank look on your face. Neutral. That's what we want. The next step for them is they are attempting to position themselves and they're attempting to engage us. So our goal, and this is a big difference in the decision-making process between law enforcement and regular citizen defenders, is that law enforcement will typically, their job is to engage, whereas citizen defenders, our job is to disengage in most situations. But let's get into the context of this type of interaction. We want to practice verbal and nonverbal disengagement. So if they ask me a question, typically, my response, which I learned from Larry, Larry Yatstrom, mindset, which I'd love to give you credit for, is a neutral response that says, I'm sorry, I can't help you. And that's all I say. Yep. I don't get into the monkey dance. I don't get into any <laughs> debates or dialogue or conversation because that just draws me in even further. Yep. So verbally and non-verbally. Non-verbally, my hands go up. I make a very clear indication non-verbally, which is 93% of our communication that lets them know that we don't want to be there in that situation. And that's also very important if things do continue to escalate, that it shows that you were an unwilling participant in that conflict, which is very, very important for your legal defense that yeah. you can articulate and witnesses can articulate that you were an unwilling right, participant. Right. The next step we call the deterrent stage, right? That's when we're practicing verbal commands and nonverbal commands. Well, we're not asking, we're telling them. We're telling them what to do. Back away from me, do it, do it now. Show me your hands, do it, do it now. Keep it very simple and very repetitive, but you're not asking. Now it's time for you to appropriately assert your boundaries. 
the single biggest challenge that people have when it comes to self-defense, in my experience, is a willingness to raise their voice and to be assertive. So that's the next part. The verbal commands, what we call the deterrence phase, and then finally the defense. If they should happen to attack, right, perhaps if they're showing a pre-attack indicator, like they're getting closer, they're being noncompliant, they're clenching their jaw, they're clenching their fists, they're hunching their shoulders, they're looking around, they're rubbernecking, they're touching their face, just to name a few of the top pre-attack indicators, you might practice some type of a preemptive attack that you can justify, or you may be able to evade or escape. Whatever the case may be, that's when it comes into the kinetic side right. of self-defense. So those are the five steps that we recommend that correspond to the five stages of violent crime. Very nice. Very good. And excellent, excellently put. Um, I think uh, everybody, you know, you have to know both sides of this, uh, and, 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 and you did it uh, uh succinctly uh, and, and i want to point one out to people here with this five stages of violent crime or the five, five stages of violence and, and for easy to make this for easier for everybody to understand that that stupid twisted t video that's been out the last month or two have you seen this where the the guy's making some the a drunk guy's making racist statements inside a uh, convenience store and then uh, a, a guy uh, attacks him over that first off folks don't go don't go getting in fights with drunks okay that just just walk away. You know, like yeah. you, you heard Todd say, you know, just yeah. just walk away. You don't need any part of that. But if you watch this, you can see that you can see the guy now in intent in from the five stages of violent crime here. You can see him him trying to figure out what he's going to do. What's his response going to be? He's doing the the look left, the look right, you know? Um he, interview, he he he's he's deciding if he's going to what he's going to do with this guy. Now, this guy's throwing racist statements at him. You can see he didn't start off wanting to do this. But, it, but it's becoming more evident he's getting into it. Um, then you see his positioning. You see him get to the side. You see him move. You see him start to almost almost telegraph what he's about to do. Um, you know, you even, you even see a little stutter as he, as, he, as he works up the bravery with this. Then you see the attack. Um, and then after the attack, you see his reaction come back through. I mean, you could do this. You could watch... Um, video of, 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 of animals fighting on the Serengeti and see these five stages of violence. Um, yes, absolutely. I, I just absolutely. think, I think the, 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 the twisted T one, just because it's something we'd seen recently, wanted somebody to do this, but this is there. And if you can recognize this and something as stupid as that drunk video, you can protect yourself and you can use the other, the, the, the five reverse They're stages. Very predictable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Todd, how do people follow you That's and stay in touch with what you're doing? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, they can follow us. Uh, please follow us on our social media, Integrative Defense Strategies, on YouTube and on Facebook. We have a new live show that I'll be doing um, uh, at 8 o'clock p.m. on Sunday night, so tomorrow night, Integrative Defense Strategies, YouTube and Facebook. Um, it's called the Tactical Jam Session. We'll be talking nice. about different, uh, different tactical concepts, and we'll be having an open exchange of ideas. Very nice. Very nice. I look forward to seeing that. It starts tomorrow? Tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Well, we'll 8 be watching. Central time. We'll 8 be watching. Central time. We will and be watching awesome. for sure. Be watching for sure. So thank, thank you, Todd, for joining awesome. us. Uh, everybody, make sure you follow Todd there. Thanks, at, uh, guys. Thanks for having me. At, uh, always. This is this is IDS.com. And uh, until next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Kill
Semtech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Who are you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. That's the magswag.com studios. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I will uh, be bringing you or directing us uh, towards the remainder of the program here. We've got about another, about another hour left together. Um, don't do the show by myself. Let me go around the room real quick. Introduce you to my fellow compatriot. It's compatriot this week. Uh, who's here with me? On my right, the right-hand man, the great, great. Great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. His name is Earl. <laughs> Good Lord. That's what you see. The needle skips on the record yeah, sometimes. Yeah. You know, That's you get uh, you get a little bit of dust on the needle there, and it just builds up, and it won't come across that groove. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, you're get the DJ for a little bit. There you're, you go. You're, put, you're get, telling your age there. Yeah, put a nickel on the on the on the needle there. You'll be all right. It'll be okay. It'll, it'll hold it down. <laughs> oh, good to be back. <laughs> uh, how was your break, sir? Everything go all right for you? Everything good? Quick, man. Yeah, quick break. Quick break. Breaks goes by quick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Normally. We'd have with us the uh, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort attorney Kevin Maxwell. I surprised him. Oh, oh, I surprised oh, him. Oh, I surprised him. Oh, oh. <laughs> wasn't expecting that. Um, Kevin this week is uh, is actually a little feeling a little under the weather. So if you uh, uh, if you if you got some time, uh, say a, say a little prayer. Hopefully he gets better. And um, he's uh, he's. I think he's already back to. 
You're going back to work. He just said he just needed a rest for a day or two. <laughs> hey, you know this guy. Listen, you folks, if you've ever met Kevin before or heard him talk on here or seen him in action doing legal work, this guy will, he will work until he's 150% into it, into his energy reserves, and then crash. Oh, yeah. Um, but you know, listen, it, for you and me, that's like every third day. You know, For Kevin, <laughs> it's like 12 years in between, you know? So he's uh, he's in crash mode this weekend, uh, a little under the weather, so our, our best to him. I know he's... Uh, Sitting at home, listening to us, chastising us for bringing him up. So, dang it! Don't bring. Why are you gonna bring it? Tell me when I'm sick. Oh, tell me I'm sick. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, again, uh, Todd uh, with us last hour there. The five stages of violent crime. I mean, I, we're learning stuff. I I, don't, I didn't know oh, yeah. you know it was gonna be. I, I mean, I took notes, everything. So, uh, it was. Yeah, uh, let me see those notes. Uh, well, I mean, it's more drawings, but oh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like a punch. They're like, oh, is this, we're talking about violence. It's like a punch, you know. <laughs> you know. Looks like a turkey head, though. It's like a, you know, it's just I don't know why I came out looking like a turkey, but it does. So uh, you get uh, get that going for me too. My, my my beautiful artistic skills. Yeah, you got horrible penmanship. Oh boy, oh boy. Um, listen, uh, it, it's getting it's not getting it's not getting better yeah, either. Let's just say that. Let's just I say know. that. Um, the um, the 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 event coming up that Todd just talked about is in September in Oklahoma City training event. That is something we're definitely looking at uh, trying to get out to. Um, the uh, you know the, the the NRA used to do their concealed carry training expo or whatever the heck they want to call it. They changed names on it a couple of times. Right. I think this has kind of fallen into that place. Uh. This is kind of gonna gonna be that kind of thing. So. We'll see. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be that big to start off with because you know the NRA's got all your money to throw away at it. You know? Oh yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see. How, we'll see how it goes. But that's it. That's it. Um, where are we going to go? Let's see. Um, you know, we did talk to you about Montana uh, last uh, last hour, um, and we we told you there was going to be a couple of more that we were looking at down the line for uh, for some uh, constitutional carry. One of them beyond montana is uh indiana it, it looks like indiana's got uh um the opportunity to go to a permitless carry constitutional carry however you want to refer to it so we'll be watching uh, that one that one as well um you know it was neat now that montana has allowed you to carry into restaurants bars places that serve alcohol right um that now makes 50 states that allow you to carry a concealed handgun in restaurants that serve alcohol. Good. I mean, we finally got 50-something, right, with, 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 yeah, with concealed yeah. carry? We got... Might, might not be complete national reciprocity, right, right. but yeah. it's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's close. I got, I got alcohol in restaurant, carry a gun reciprocity. <laughs> <laughs> now, you still have to have your permit, you know, you're right, gonna, right, from right. that state, you know, illegally to be in that state. Um, but uh, I thought that was neat with the... Montana's governor signing that now allows you to open carry, concealed carry with a permit, or concealed carry with a, a concealed permit in a bank, a restaurant, with a liquor license, or a bar. So 34 states now also have people to carry concealed in bars. And then the others, you have um, constitutional carry or open carry. So you can open carry or constitutionally carry, or concealed carry. One combination of them. <laughs> There's at least one combination That's confusing. Of, of open carry, concealed carry, concealed carry with a permit, or open carry with a permit in a bar. Now, that doesn't mean you get to go in and get stupid and get drunk with your gun. Okay? Right. And it, there's actually a couple of states 
that that's not, I won't say it's legal, but it's not illegal. All right? And, uh, and, and I, I look at it, I mean, that, 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 in my personal opinion, that's just, that's a different argument. You know, correct. A correct, lot of people, yeah. have, you know, do you want to go out and have a social drink while you're concealed carrying? That's a different debate. Yeah. Uh, what, what you mentioned earlier is, you know, yeah, how, how likely is it for somebody to get stupid in a bar? Exactly right. Regardless of what yep. your reasoning of, of visiting that bar is. Right. You know, stupidity is happening. So, yeah, to me it makes sense of, you know, being able to have your firearm yeah. there. Yeah, exactly right. People get stupid, the place gets robbed while you're in there, whatever it happens to be. You know, this is, you know, just because somebody's got an old rule in here, I can't protect me or my family, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But right. now you can. Uh, you know, go in there and carry and uh, and and conceal. Now, listen. If you plan on going out and tying one on, don't be taking your gun, okay? Because yeah. at a minimum, you pass out and lose the damn thing, okay? <laughs> exactly. It, it comes out, or somebody takes it from you. All right. Um, I know there's plenty of people capable about you know that can, can draw that line or do whatever. Well, guess what? Don't even try it. Don't even attempt it. You know, if you're gonna go, you know, uh, try and uh, you know raise the dead, you don't don't take your firearm with you. You know. Um, but now you can know, rest assured, listen, maybe I want to have a meal. Maybe I want to have one beer. Maybe, depending on where it is. Or, or how, how many places do we know of that, yeah, that, that, that generally speaking, yes, they're a bar. Uh, they happen to serve wings. Yeah. And they got a few TVs in there. Yeah. So you want to go you know, watch a sporting watch, event. Watch and, a game. You know, yeah. ha, you know, grab a That's quick, right. quick Curling's meal. Curling's on this weekend. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, grab a quick meal yep. that, quote unquote, you're in a bar yeah. and you happen to be, you know, yeah, you're going to sit in. I mean, I don't consider having a beer with, with wings or, or, you know, with a meal, quote unquote, drinking. Right. Yes, you are consuming alcohol. I, I get the technicality. Right. But, you know, that, I mean, even with with a CDL having half the the uh, uh, limit yeah. that everybody else does, I'm still good doing that. Yeah. So, I mean, if I'm good to drive right. 80,000 pounds, yeah. why can't I be good, let's be clear. good to defend myself? He didn't have to drink and jumped in the car. That's what we're talking about. He had to drink, watch the game for three hours, exactly. and then went home. Exactly. Okay. All right. Um, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We'll see you after the break. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTechUSA parts. 
Gun Tech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Gun Tech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. One minute. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Or you... Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. Hey, Earl, I want to I want to talk to the people out here uh, about uh, HR one twenty seven. Yes, and I know you and I have talked to them several times about uh, we want to look at the gun plan on Biden's website. Um, well, this is the parts that have already made it into uh, you know uh, House Resolution one twenty seven, and. Um, I think I think we should just give people some uh, some idea of what's in here. You you heard us say things, and you probably realize, uh, or you probably said to yourself, "Wow, that's that's ridiculous. That can't be true." So we're going to give you stuff right here from from the House Resolution One Twenty Seven. Um, you probably you know, listen. You know some of the easy ones like uh, assault weapon ban. Uh, okay, Duh. well you know let's 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 talk let's let's talk about the little nuances in here. Uh, House Resolution One Twenty Seven would ban common types of ammunition including every shotgun shell larger than 410. But but wait, guys, I didn't hear them say anything about that. Uh, well, it says in here, it shall be unlawful for any person to possess ammunition that is .50 caliber or greater. That's 50 cal, okay? So 
What were we talking about? The Smith and Wesson 500. That's gone. Um, yeah. Not a lot of people get that. I know. Um, you got the um, yeah, USGI 50, 50 Cal, 50 A A and E, 50 Beowulf. Yeah. All that stuff's gone. Not yeah. a very, still not a very common caliber. Twelve but, gauge and twenty gauge is mathematically, let's say, yep. is is physically larger. Exactly right. Than fifty cal. Exactly right. So now that's probably ninety percent of all shotguns ever made gone that yeah. you can't use in this country anymore. Yep. Won't be able to use, including. As Joe Biden said, uh, "Hey, just uh, get your shotgun and wreck two rounds in it and shoot him up in the air." Yeah, the old, yeah that was you know back, back shotgun when he was, Joe defense when he, when he was vice president. Yep. That was what he recommended. You know, you know, clearly violating numerous numerous municipality firearms laws. But you know, hey, he's a vice president. He, he, he's a vice president that has no friggin' clue what he's talking about. Yep, and as president, the, the same. Yep. Yeah, and yep. still now he's just you know he. He's a commander and thief, so still doesn't know what he's talking about. Violation of the ban, Earl, would result in the imprisonment of a fine of at least $50,000 and imprisonment of at least 10 years. Mandatory penalties not seen in many violent or infamous federal crimes. Yeah, because you glossed over that. And. Oh, yeah, and. I'm sorry. 50 grand. Yeah, yeah. And. and, and yeah. Imprisonment. Right. Uh, hunting white-tailed deer would be legally impossible in at least 10 states if those restrictions went into effect because... They used rifled slugs. That's all they're allowed to use. You know, so the twelve yeah. gauge, yep. twelve gauge rifled slug is is, is now gone. Uh, let's see. Next one up: force Americans to relinquish hundreds of millions of firearm magazines with no compensation. I think that's probably a low estimate of numbers. Oh yeah. Um, we know that there's something like a hundred million modern sporting rifles, AR-15 style rifles, out there now. Um, everybody, uh, listen, I know you and I are above the norm and most of you guys listening to us and girls listening to us are uh, above the norm, but at a minimum, everybody owns three mags, right? Three mags for whatever they shoot, right? I'd hope so. Yeah. I've got to get you three mags, right? Um, I'd hope they'd have, have at least three, if it, not more. If you go on the average, like, like Earl and I have, and like many of you have, it's probably closer to a hundred, you know, and <laughs> it's in your safe. As, with as uh, already as ammo I, in it, you know. As, as much as I trip over them, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, another case of magazines. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in be in my in my you know quote unquote man cave, and I'm like, ah, crap. You know, my wife, wife hears me in the other room. She's like, what? I'm like, found more mags. Found more mags. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Uh, let's see. It shall be unlawful for any person to possess a large capacity ammunition feeding device, and that's defined as can readily re- be restored or converted to accept more than 10 rounds of ammunition. Now, it does exclude certain integral 22 rimfire mags, uh, but not all of them. Oh, <laughs> you know? Okay. So that's like the the tube underneath the old Marlin 60-style rifle. I've got one of ri- those. Rifle. Okay. That, that was actually my first first firearm. Mine, mine too. Uh, uh, bolt action, old yep. 22. Yep. The, oh, mine was a semi-auto, I believe. But it had the... Uh, it was. It yeah. was definitely. Yeah, a, my dad. My dad had the semi-auto. Stuck me with the bolt action. There you go. Okay. It'd slow me down. <laughs> Let's see. HR one twenty seven require the federal government to register some four hundred million guns in the span of three months. <laughs> show me a government age. Show me five government agencies could, that could do that. Register four hundred million guns in three months. Listen, if we gave them three months, they couldn't even count to four hundred million. Yeah. Okay. Think about that. Folks, you couldn't count to 400 million between now and then. 
yet you want me to register 400 million guns? Uh, let me give you a, 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 just an idea here of what we're talking about. In Australia, in the 90s, when they banned uh, and they did firearms, and that's what they did, they banned firearms, um, long guns, and they did it um, over the course, well, uh, they, they did it, and it was 650 million, 650,000. 650,000 firearms is what they seized. Australia only has 10% of the population compared to us. Um, 650,000 guns they seized. I'll say that's only like two or three states worth. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and, and one of them is Delaware. You know? um, the um, 650,000, that took them a year to do. It took them a year to do 650,000. This HR 127 is saying, Three months to do four hundred million. Clearly, this was brought up by a another de- completely yeah. detached politician. You know, making legislature and, and you know wanting to make laws. They have no clue logistically how is this going to get done. It can't. Let I mean, let alone the I'm going to call it a legal argument of. Is this even constitutional? Which I don't feel no, it is. It's not. No. But you know, okay, you know, say you win. Yeah. All right. How are you going to get this done? Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Your life experience sitting behind a desk and writing something out. Yeah. We had a term for these type of people in the military. It was called um, uh, good idea fairies. Ah. They would pop in and go, "Hey, this would be a good idea." Boom, and then walk away. And then you're like, 400 million guns in three months? Oh yeah, yeah. Great idea. Great uh-huh. idea. Yeah. Great idea." Uh, this would also create a firearms registry d- database, which would have to be made available to all members of the public as well as all branches of the armed forces. Hmm? Yeah, insinuating public, much? You the know, public. You know, you, you, you tick off the the lady in charge of the bake sale at your kid's school. They can go home, do some research. Oh, by the way, you've got you know this, this, and this that you know you're not supposed to have, and now you're ostracized even more so at your kid's school. Because they don't like your cookies. Did you know if you own a firearm illegally, Earl, and you have no plan to register it, then this this law doesn't affect you. Really? Well, yeah, I'm a, cr- I'm a criminal already. Oh, criminals <laughs> don't follow laws. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, this makes sense now. HR one twenty seven would retroactively criminalize firearm ownership by young adults. Remember, we just talked about you and I holding. Uh, you know, uh, listen. I, I mean, I get technically it was our parents, but you and I going out and shooting the Marlin sixties or the bolt action twenty two rifles we we had. Right. No, that'd be crime now. Be a crime. Um, yeah. Would would require a license to possess any firearm, and any licenses uh, would not be available to those under age twenty one. Oh, so tw- you know, you're not an adult until twenty one. Yep. Millions of young adults, including those in the military, become ineligible to possess firearms for their own lawful purposes under this legislation. But then, but then, you know, being in a military uniform, quote unquote, when they're on the clock, we'll hand them a machine gun. Yeah, real but, machine guns. But when they want to yeah. go home and defend their 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 lives and their families' lives, nope. You know, sorry, you're sorry right. about your luck. Yes, well. And you know what? Most of the young married soldiers that are 18, 19, 20 years old uh, that are married do not live on post. Because if you're the new soldier, you usually have to wait a year or two for on-based family housing. Mm-hmm. So when you're 18, 19, 20 years old, and you're young and married, you're living off post. And guess where a private has to live off post when they're making private salary? In the worst neighborhoods. Yeah, well, you can say it. It's the hood. They live in the hood. <laughs> um, 
127 would discourage voluntary mental health treatment, including for combat veterans or for anybody else that's suffering from any kind of PTSD because it permanently prohibits the issue of a license to anybody who has been hospitalized with a mental illness, disturbance, or diagnosis, including addiction to a controlled substance or alcohol. Anybody who's been hospitalized with a brain disease would be ineligible for a license, including those suffering from brain cancer, epilepsy, and Parkinson's. Oh, Mother Nature struck you down with brain cancer? Yeah, sorry. You know, yeah. you, you have, have no control over this whatsoever. Yeah. We're taking your guns. That's it. Put a sign in the yard. Recovering from brain cancer, please come steal my crap. Yeah. Please come break in. Please come take out my trash and rape my dog. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll leave you with there with that. You know, just I want you to see that this is not a small little oh it's just a little bill where they're just going to restrict a little more of this oh, and no. you got too many rights as it is and you're always joking about getting machine guns in the mail well guess what okay they, this is the opposite they've been paying attention to how their previous bills in the past have failed yeah they're writing it all in you're listening to arms room radio we'll be back after the break Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO. Until everyone comes home. Yeah. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. Yeah, right, right. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. Right. What's going to happen next and how long am I going to be here? The yeah. Wounded Warrior Project yeah, dropped yeah. off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Yep. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been yeah. before, said, look, yeah. brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit WoundedWarriorProject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities.
Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. One minute. Feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by Max Law Orlando. Oh, you? Army First Lieutenant Darren M. Hidalgo died February 20th, 2011, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Hidalgo, 24, of Waukesha, Wisconsin, was assigned to the 3rd Squadron, 2nd Striker Cavalry Regiment, Vilsack, Germany. He was killed in action in the Kandahar province of Afghanistan, of wounds sustained when insurgents attacked his unit using an improvised explosive device. My boys all decided to go into the military, his father, George Hidalgo, told the newspaper. After graduating from Dallastown Area High School in central Pennsylvania in 2015, Darren graduated from the U.S. Military Academy at West Point in 2009 and then completed a year's worth of training before heading to Afghanistan. Dave Gable, Darren's high school wrestling coach in Pennsylvania, said the youth was an outstanding wrestler. He was the type of person that everybody loved. He had a magnetic personality, a big smile, and was generally about everything that was going on. Army First Lieutenant Darren M. Hidalgo, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, folks, if you call Kevin today, you are not going to get him in on his cell phone. No. Uh, he is... Uh, he, got, he can't talk right now. He got that sore throat, something fierce, something bad. So uh, you probably have to give him until Monday so you can get him on there. But call, and it'll put you through to the service. And he's got there. There are other attorneys and uh, legal aides on staff. So so uh, reach out if you need to. Uh, hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing this week? Doing well. Doing yeah, you know, well. not too shabby, not too shabby. How about yourself? Uh, doing good, doing good. Sorry I'm not up there in studio this week. I uh, had a great time last week. Uh, but, you know, duty calls and such. Oh, yeah. Listen. Right. Rights need to be violated. There you go. <laughs> well, I, I, we wouldn't be doing that, sir. <laughs> 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 
Well, he'd be defending the, he'd be rescuing the people to get in the rights. Yeah, right. yeah, that's yeah, what he was doing. That's, See, that's, that's what he was doing. Yeah. That's it. There you go. There you go. Right, right. That's, Come, that's what it is. Coming to the rescue. Like there you go. That's it. Yep. Uh, yes, so, yes. Uh, so how have uh, hey, I got? I got a question for you. Okay. I I, I got a question for you and Earl. Uh, this is going to lead into my story. Oh, so, boy. Earl, we've already always said what we you don't mess with Texas, and you don't f with Florida. You yeah. don't don't f with Florida, and one of the most dangerous creatures on the planet is Florida man. Yes. Right now, what's even more dangerous than Florida man. Florida woman. <laughs> yep. Florida, Florida man. woman. Florida woman. <laughs> or, in this case, two of them. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, listen. Yeah. You think Florida, one's bad. Get, get, get a couple women, together. Yeah. Florida woman. Yep. All right. Uh, right there in your backyard, right there in Orlando. Oh, boy. Uh, we're caught uh, attempting to get not their first, but their second COVID-19 vaccination. I heard about this. How did this happen, you man? <laughs> wait, wait, no, you don't, you yeah, don't mean yeah, like, sure. you don't mean the second part of one vaccination because it's a two-part. You mean they, they went for a whole back, for an, another whole two-parter? No, 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 the, the, sec, the second part. Okay, gotcha, so, okay. Because both Pfizer and Moderna are, are two injection okay. uh, vaccinations. Pfizer requires a 21-day wait between uh, the two shots. Okay. And Moderna requires a 28. Okay. Uh, and the only reason why I know that is because I help oversee some of the vaccination sites here in, in, in South Florida. Right, right. Uh, but they showed up there at the uh, Orange County Convention Center, where you get you, at the big vaccination site up there. Oh, yeah. Uh, to get their second dose. Uh, well, Governor DeSantis has put out a decree that the only people that are being administered the COVID-19 vaccination right now are uh, fire and EMS personnel, uh, medical people who have direct contact with patients, and those that are 65 and older. Okay. Well, so we got that, right? Yeah, yeah. So these two showed up to get their their, their second shot. They had legitimate shot cards uh, showing that they had their first, their first dose. But what tipped the person off that, hey, something is wrong here, is that they showed up wearing bonnets, gloves, old tiny glasses, the whole thing. I was waiting to further read that they rode up on horse and buggy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so they called, yeah, so they, they, they showed up, you know, dressed, dressed as grannies, as grandmas. Okay. Uh, and, and all I can think of is granny from. Uh, the Beverly Hills. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, you know, right. So just to give you that picture, but a lot more youthful. You know, they used a lot of skin cream, maybe. Uh, so they Botox. showed up to get their second shot. They had the, the valid cards. Um, but something didn't seem to be right. So they contacted the sheriff's office that provides site security. Uh, the sheriff's office came over there and, and identified the two of them. Although they didn't name uh, the, the their names in, in the articles I read. However, it was determined that one was actually 34 years old, and the other one was 44 years old. Uh, so they uh, they duped the system, uh, disguising themselves, uh, using their real names but false date of births, right. which is not the first. We've had a couple incidents like that uh, around the state. Right. Uh, however, this one is over and above because of the disguises that they, that they used. Wow, wow. Uh, so they got, their, they got their shots. They were there. So... 
really, is it a crime? No, not so much, not yet. Uh, I, I'm wondering if this is going to lead down that road, because now we're putting some, uh, there, there's some media pickup on this about people, uh, you know, obtaining their, their doses uh, uh, through less than honest means. Well, listen, so, I, I could see where this theft? is. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, I could see where this this is construed as a theft. You know, if we had a Jack McCoy here in the district attorney's office, because the Florida, tell me if I'm wrong, the Florida theft crime says um, uh, you you take from me or, or you deprive me of the, the benefit of the use thereof. Well, if, if you just went and got the yeah. last shot because you weren't 65 or a healthcare worker or somebody that was in need of one and you deprive me of the use thereof, mm, I think that would be it. I think you could construe that as theft of a shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it could be. So, uh, but I'm sure, you know, someone like Kevin can make a, a, a sweet legal argument oh, he could. Uh, in yeah. their favor. That'd be something yeah. uh, pretty pretty neat yeah. to see. Yeah. Um, however, like, the, the most well, you issue was you know? they were issued a trespass warning. Right. Yeah. They're, they're issued a trespass warning and, and, and told to leave. Uh, but now there's an in- investigation going on. Uh, you know, did they have help from the inside? Uh, you know, we've we've had other cases like that around the state, uh, but this is interesting. Where you see things like this come up, and uh, people are trying to—I uh, don't know if it's out of fear or you know—I I, I triple dog dare you because we all know you can't back down from a triple dog dare. No, and you can't, uh, and you can't so, uh, triple stamp a double stamp. You can't triple stamp a double stamp either. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> So, yeah, I just thought, you know, this is, it would take a Florida woman, or in this case, two Florida womans, uh, to, to pull something over like this. Listen, um, I'm just going to rant for just a moment. There's not much time left. If, if, if you're a uh, first responder, if you're somebody at risk, if you're over 65 and you got to go get the shot and that's what you want to do, go get the shot. But that should be at risk. If you're 65 years old and you're not going to leave your home for the next eight years because you just you don't want to see outside... Why would you come out to get a shot? You know, if you're, I, I just, if you don't need the shot, don't go get the shot. Likewise, if you don't need a test because you're sitting at home with no symptoms whatsoever, but you decide, I want to go find out, guess what you're exposing her to, exposing yourself to people that probably have the virus, yeah. and, and, you know, so, so quit being a butt clown, you know, and, and, and if you don't need this shot, don't get the shot. All right. If you're that scared, wear your mask, stay home. Okay. You know, listen, I, I personally will be getting my shot. I, it's right here on my calendar on the third of February. So you know, that's a, <laughs> Earl. In fact, Earl and I get one after the other. You know, is when is when we get our shots coming. So, uh, Major, uh, thank you for joining us. And again, uh, please stay safe. Absolutely, and all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember to wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, watch your sick. Go to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. Mike and Earl, will see you right after the break. Tech PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. 
See more at KelTechWeapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at NextLevelTraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's NextLevelTraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag.com studios. It's Arms Room Radio. Who are you? Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. Um, you can do the last segment here, Earl. It's just Already? Uh, yeah, come, around, come, come around, go around, just like that. Every time, once a week. Um, let me see here, let me see here. We got, uh, oh, we're going to talk about uh, Congresswoman... I make sure they're make sure what they're referring to her as Congresswoman. I, I, I always said Congressperson. I, don't, I, I guess is it proper now for Congresswoman? I, I have no idea. The, I, I I don't apologize for not being. I, I don't politically. Even, I don't even know what's politically correct anymore. I don't even uh, know what what's level I, I am. I don't care. You know? I, I go with what I know. I, I could always. I guess I could just say Laura Bobert, member of Congress. There you go. No, that's it. Yeah. Uh, of the U.S. Congress. There we go. Uh, she's a freshman congressman. You, you've heard us talk about her here before. She's out of Colorado. Rifle, Colorado. Rifle, I mean, just so perfect. And what was oh, the name yeah. of her restaurant? And uh, I think it was like... That I don't remember. I think it was like Rifle Restaurant in Rifle, Colorado. It may be. I, I do remember the big thing uh, was all the waiters and waitresses open carried. Yeah. Yeah, they did. She's... Hold on, I wanted to look this up. She's uh, over or under 30 years old. What would you say? Over or under? Hmm. 30, I'm going to say over. Probably not by much. Yeah, 30, 34. Ha <laughs> ha! 34. Got yeah. It right. yeah, you got it. You got it. I'll give, give that to you. Ding, ding, ding. That's a, that's a bell. Um, you know, if we were in a studio, that would have been a real bell. I used to have a <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Um, that's how I used to call him back from the break, the long break. Ring the bell. It was like a triangle on, on the ranch. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, you know, oh, you're getting chow time, boys. Uh, 
Let's see here. Now, you've probably seen her. She's the one where Nancy Pelosi was going to rewrite the rules so she couldn't bring her concealed firearm into uh, the Capitol. But then we had the conversation where uh, we showed you that she went to the PD there, the Metro DC PD, and Mm -hmm. she got her permit so she can carry there uh, because it's written into law, folks, that uh, she can carry. Now, I've I've seen her take a lot of heat here recently, too. And I think you and I talked about this early on air um, because they were like people, some people were saying, well, You've been in office for three weeks now. How come you haven't introduced legislation for everybody to have a gun? Folks, it doesn't, it's not overnight. She's a brand new freshman senator. It's going to take that long to write the damn bill, okay? Um, This will happen. I'm willing to give her a little bit of time. No, no, listen, it's not going to be but 90 days, 120 days before I want to see something out of her. Uh, But she will. She's in there for the fight. She is becoming the poster person for the fight for uh, concealed carry and maybe even national reciprocity. We we have we have no idea, but she's I think she's going to be at the forefront of it. Anyway, she had to do a Zoom meeting the other day where she was uh, um, in her district office and on the wall behind her she had a pair of modern sporting rifles. And just I I know I'm probably preaching to the choir. Everybody knows what a Zoom meeting is. You're oh. sitting fronting in sitting in front of a computer, yeah. separate from everyone else. You know, you're in your home or your your area. They're in their home. I'm just going to say home. You're in your home. They're in their home. And, you know, five, six different people. I mean, they could be spread out across the nation. And they're freaking out because she had firearms hanging on the wall behind her. We talked about the young boy who had a BB gun in his uh, in his living room or in his bedroom at uh, in Louisiana. School. Yeah, yeah. The school. Yeah. You know, he was on, on his yeah. he was he was in his Zoom classroom. Yeah. yeah. And they tried to say, well he had a gun in school. No. No, he's he, he had a BB a, gun at home. He has a fire or what, yeah. yeah, BB gun. It wasn't even a firearm. Yeah. Yeah. He has a, has a BB gun in his home. Anti-gun California representative Jared Huffman was quoted by the Washington Post declaring if somebody wants to have a shrine to their gun fetish as a Zoom backdrop in their private life, they could do that. But this is our hearing room. And at some point, we will get past this COVID epidemic and we'll start showing up in person. As and, Earl and, just and, said, it is not their hearing room. It's it's this woman's living room. Yeah. Okay? You know, okay. And COVID will we be over with and you're going to start showing up in person. And you know what? Those firearms are still going to be hanging on her wall yeah. in her home yep. while she's standing there in front of you. In your hearing room. With a concealed firearm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobert referred to Huffman as a creep and said Democrats' disdain for the Constitution was on full display. This was my first committee hearing, and the chairman couldn't stop attacking, degrading, and insulting committee members, she told the news. I am a busy, I am busy fighting against the left's real fetish for power and stripping Americans of their constitutional rights. Noting that a large percent of her district is federal land, She'd been eager to participate in the natural resources meeting because it would be an opportunity to address concerns of her Western Colorado constituents. Uh, According to the newspaper, Virginia Democrat Representative Don Bayer tweeted, who are you planning to shoot in a Zoom hearing? Uh, You know, this is just absolute, uh, uh, you know, hypocrisy. It's 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 juvenile. Uh, um, It's showboating. Every one of these butt clowns knows that. Nobody's getting hurt with her firearm on the wall, but they've got to. Oh, I am so offended by them I'm having a firearm, or, or, or I'm afraid. Yeah, you know, she she's sitting in front of her computer, a thousand miles away from me, but she's got a firearm hanging on the wall. I'm afraid what might happen when I meet her in public, or or in person when she shows up to do her job 
as an elected official. Grow a, grow a pair, dude. Yeah, right? Can, you, can we say that? I, I just did. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. I didn't grow hear, two pair then. You know? I, didn't, I didn't hear anything if we got dumped. I don't no, know no, if we no, would. It, oh, have we it. ever gotten dumped? I don't think we have. Well, they say, they say it was a, uh, I'm sorry, we lost connection. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, but, oh, uh, but uh, you know, it was a, like a three-minute dump, too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, it was like crazy. But, um, yeah, I mean, a full speed forward for, uh, for Congress woman or congressperson lauren bobert you know she uh she's just just get get it done get it done and and it's it's just absolutely i uh you know i i can't even think of the, the right words I'm, I'm just so it's sensed by their criticism of her um you know these are these are people that just sat there through a charade of an impeachment uh you know for the past two months uh, on on our on our former president our Chief Justice of the Supreme Court said, "Sorry, will not be presiding over this because it's a sham." Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm the Supreme Court Justice, the Chief. I'm telling you, it's a sham, and only it, the only way to have an impeachment is with me sitting as the judge. <laughs> and I ain't doing it. <laughs> that tells you right there that it's it's you know, it, like you said, it's a complete sham. And then add on to you know the sham that's been going on of wasting taxpayers' money for four four years. Of saying you know Russia collusion, yeah. you know for four years we heard our you know our election had been altered, our election had been altered. Oh, you know the the, the most recent election we had, you know, a hundred and twenty five percent voter turnout in a particular uh, district in in uh, Pennsylvania yeah, at three in the morning. Oh, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's a secure election. Don't worry, yeah. no, nothing. Yeah, nothing to see. Move along. Wait, wait a minute, one hundred and twenty five percent. Yeah, turnout. Uh, yeah, something's wrong. The, uh, listen, the, the the left, you know, has it coming. It's coming to them. I'm just going to say that because if, if you think your little false insurrection that you uh, riled up in the first place uh, was, was something real, try this nonsense again. Oh, yeah. Try this nonsense again. Try and take 400 million modern sporting <laughs> rifles yeah, good luck with from that. Patriots. Good try luck it. luck with that. Try And who are you going to get to do it, by the way? You know, you just heard Joe Biden say that military and law enforcement are, are, the, are the problem with white supremacy because that's where it looks like uh, military and law enforcement attitudes are the ones feeding white supremacy. Who are you going to get to take the guns, Joe? You going to go do it? Huh? You going to get the other, the other half of Congress to go do it? You bunch of whack jobs. Come on. You know what? Just, just put them up. Put your dukes up. You know, Joe, you said you want to go out back. I'll go out back with you. I'll even get on my knees because you're old. You know, it yeah, just yeah. You know, he's you know you know talking about how much violence Trump started yeah. and everything. But you know, Joe Biden, how many t- different times talking about Trump or or other political figures? His comment was, I'd, "I'd like to take him out back behind the gym and beat the crap out of him." Yeah. Uh, okay, that that sounds violent to me. Yep. You know, but you know, Trump's words were, you know, make your voices heard peacefully That's and right. patri- patriotically. That's right. Load of crap. Kicked them all. Come on. All of them. Right now. Come on. Let's go. Take them down. Take them down. Let's do it. Uh, peacefully. You know, uh, until until they try some nonsense again. I to, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 you know, I said that I feared there was going to be violence. We had some. And it was by the side we said. You know, it was by instigators. It was not by, you know, peaceful, you know, Trump uh, supporters that were there. Right. So. And, and and one of the big big news stories that they, they beat us up about was, was a... Uh, uh, an officer was was bludgeoned with a fire extinguisher. All it, lies. It it finally came out now uh, that 
he passed away. He collapsed once he got back to the station yeah. hours after the incident. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, yeah, and I, I it wasn't a head injury. I, I'm suspicious because you know within a week or so yeah. it was cremated. You know, yeah, there's there's no remains to analyze. Actually, a good story. I've been following it too, and 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 you know what, Earl. So Earl and I will jump into that with you next week. We promise. Um, hey, until next week, though, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. And if you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel now more than ever. It was a clear two days later, and it was looked like heart attack kind of stuff. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. kel See more at KelTechWeapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. All right, all set, gentlemen. Got it, Kelly. Thank you very much. Perfection, guys. Be safe. All right, man. I will talk to you soon. Sir. Sure.